0: The unofficial end to summer is here. School has started for most, football season is upon us and soon, the leaves will be changing color. At the DSR Network, we remain as busy as ever, with a full slate of podcasts scheduled for the fall. In the coming weeks, we'll be launching two new shows with new hosts, creating even more content for our members. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, bonus content, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of September, you'll receive 20% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code SCHOOL at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code SCHOOL. Thank you for your support. September 13th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor,
1: And I'm Riley Fessler.
0: Our top stories from international outlets this morning. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen delivered an impassioned address in Strasbourg emphasizing the historic significance of integrating Ukraine into the European Union, a move she framed as pivotal for the 27-nation bloc. She expressed unwavering support for EU reform and suggested potential treaty changes, though she asserted that enlargement could proceed without them. Von der Leyen's stance is particularly critical amid the debate within the EU on admitting new members influenced by Russia's invasion of Ukraine. While EU member countries hold the ultimate authority in accepting new members, the Commission plays a guiding role she called for pre-enlargement policy reviews and highlighted upcoming discussions on a session. Throughout her speech, von der Leyen underscored the imperative of European unity and the need to prevent countries from being isolated or targeted in an increasingly
1: challenging global landscape. During their meeting at Russia's space station, President Vladimir Putin and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un discussed various issues, including the possibility of Russia helping North Korea launch satellites. Kim expressed North Korea's commitment to strengthening its traditional friendship with Russia and offered his support in what he referred to as Russia's sacred fight against Western hegemonic forces. While the summit raised concerns among Washington and its allies about potential arms and defense technology trade between the two isolated countries, Both Russia and North Korea denied such intentions. The meeting at the space station symbolized Russia's space ambitions, and Kim, aiming to launch a spy satellite, has prioritized advancements in ballistic missiles and other military technologies. However, shortly before the summit, North Korea conducted a short-range ballistic missile test showcasing increased delegation and control over its nuclear and missile programs in Kim's absence. The summit also featured discussions on military cooperation, raising concerns about possible arms deals that may violate U.N. Security Council resolutions. Nevertheless, North Korea openly supported Russia in the Ukraine conflict, and both leaders pledged to expand bilateral ties.
0: A magnitude 6.8 earthquake in Morocco has resulted in a significant humanitarian crisis, with at least 2,901 people confirmed dead and 5,530 injured. Aid organizations are facing the daunting task of assisting up to 300,000 people in need. Search and rescue teams from various countries are collaborating with the Moroccan military to locate survivors trapped in the rubble of collapsed buildings, but impassable roads and severe damage are hampering their efforts. Some survivors feel abandoned by the government, especially in smaller villages where homes made of mud bricks may not leave air pockets for potential survivors. Geologists suggest that the earthquake was triggered by stress buildup along tectonic plates, warning of the possibility of aftershocks in the coming months or years.
1: In other news... The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Advisors have recommended updated COVID-19 vaccines for all Americans aged six months and older, with swift approval from the CDC's director, making doses available as early as this week. Despite the pandemic's reduced severity, there are still ongoing hospitalizations and deaths in the U.S., and concerns exist regarding waning immunity. A survey indicated that about 42% of respondents would consider getting the new vaccine but only 20% of adults received a booster last year. The goal is to increase vaccination rates to prevent a triple-demic scenario, akin to last year's challenges, with hospitals overwhelmed by the flu, RSV, and winter COVID-19 surges. The FDA has approved updated shots from Pfizer and Moderna for adults and children as young as 6 months. The CDC panel recommended the updated shots for all ages by a vote of 13 to 1 with the expectation of making vaccination recommendations as clear as possible. The new vaccination will be available at various locations and is expected to be free for most Americans through insurance programs. The updated shots target a new Omicron descendant, XBB 1.5, aiming to provide effective protection against evolving coronavirus variants. Simultaneous administration of flu and COVID-19 shots is recommended by the CDC.
0: Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy has officially launched an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden, citing serious and credible allegations related to the president's conduct. McCarthy accused Biden of lying about his knowledge of his son's business dealings, alleged financial improprieties involving the Biden family, and claims of bribery and misuse of government office. However, concrete evidence of misconduct has not been found by Republicans. McCarthy's decision follows pressure from right-wing members of his party and he aims to use impeachment proceedings to gather facts for the public. Still, the success of such a resolution in the House is uncertain due to a narrow Republican majority and Democrats' control of the Senate makes conviction unlikely. Only three U.S. presidents have been impeached, none of whom were
1: convicted by the Senate. Heavy rains in northeastern Libya led to the collapse of two dams, resulting in a tragic situation with over 5,000 people presumed dead, and around 10,000 missing, though these numbers remain unverified. The worst hit area is Derna, where entire neighborhoods have been washed away, hospitals are inoperable, and morgues are overflowing. The disaster was exacerbated by a tropical-like cyclone fueled by warming Mediterranean waters, adding to a year of extreme climate events worldwide. Libya's complex political situation has hindered disaster preparedness and response efforts. Several countries and humanitarian organizations are offering aid, recognizing the unprecedented humanitarian crisis faced by Libya.
0: In lighter news, in northeastern Peru, doctors successfully saved the life of a two-year-old boy who accidentally ingested eight injection needles while playing. Dr. Efren Salazar discovered the needles inside the boy's abdomen during surgery, which were originally used for vaccinating farm animals where the child's mother worked. The incident likely occurred while the boy was playing in the agricultural area of Tapo, located about 386 miles from the capital, Lima. Fortunately, the boy's life was not in danger after the surgical intervention, as reported by local media. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at the DSRnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, Be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.